This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, one of the most important trials, and indeed you could say one of the most sensational trials ever heard in Ireland at the special criminal court is proceeding, and the uh, protagonists are Jerry Hutch, known around Ireland as the monk, who is accused of murder, the murder of David Byrne, who was a close associate of Daniel Kinahan, and Byrne was murdered on February the 5th in what is now an infamous incident at the Regency Hotel in Dublin on the airport road there. Many people will know it. There was a boxing weigh-in. Kinahan was involved at one of the boxes, and it is alleged that Jerry Hutch murdered David Byrne and Jonathan Dowdell, who was, is claimed, an associate of Jerry Hutch's, he has told the court that Hutch told him that he did indeed murder David Byrne and he is being cross-examined. We're joined now by Sean Murray. Sean is reporting on this trial for his paper, The Irish Examiner. Sean, uh, this is a remarkable case and in the witness box at the moment and for the past week, Jonathan Dowdell has been getting a rough time from the Defence Senior Counsel, Brendan Graham, about his truthfulness. Can you just explain to us how Dowdle comes to be in the situation he's in? He may be going into the Witness Protection Programme. He is serving a four-and-a-half-year sentence for booking a room at the Regency the night before the murder. and. He was himself co-accused of murder with Hutch at some stage. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct, Eamon. Um, I, I think the the way the case has progressed so far, it's all really been building towards Dowdle's evidence, given he's such a, a key part of the case and the information that he has to give. Now, you're correct, as you say, um, he's taking the stand as part of the state's case against Jerry Hutch. Um, the special criminal court heard last week and that Dowdle is still being assessed for the witness protection program. Uh, in another situation, he could have been in the dock next to Jerry Hutch, as he was also charged with the murder of David Bourne. The reason why he's here right now, like I, I think even in with, within a very short period of time after the Regency Hotel, the Gardaí had suspicions uh, regarding Mr. Dowdle and his potential involvement. Um just a few weeks after the Regency, a senior Garda authorised tracking his vehicle 
and uh, a judge granted a request to put an audio surveillance device on his car, and that's where the infamous tapes uh, come from. They first raided his house. It was 9th of March 2016, so that's roughly a month, five weeks after the Regency. Um, they didn't find any guns, which is what the, the warrant um, had alleged may be on his premises, but they did find a USB key, and it's, this would land Dowdle a lengthy jail term because on that USB stick was a video of Dowdle and his father, Patrick, torturing a man. Yes. So uh, what, while he was arrested on suspicion of murdering David Bourne in May 2016, so we're talking about three months after the Regency, it was actually this incident that would land Dowdle in jail. He was he served a lengthy sentence, and it was only in 2021, it was April 21, he was charged with the murder of David Bourne, and it was um, just a few months later in November that Dowdle's solicitor wrote to the Gardaí said that he had information relating to the Regency shooting. So that's that set off a chain of events that meant that he pleaded guilty to a lesser charge. And instead of being in the dock next to the monk, he's now on the opposite side of the courtroom giving evidence against them. Yes, and he's the principal witness, as we understand it, against Jerry Hutch. Now, he's been cross-examined by a very able and respected senior counsel, Brandon Graham, and when last week this cross-examination began, Brandon Graham started by saying, I will be making the argument that you're a liar and you have lied to this court. I just want to be fair to you. When you look at all of Dowdle's activities, he was a Sinn Féin counsellor. The trip north was allegedly to find paramilitaries or dissident paramilitaries who might broker a peace deal between the Hutch and Kinahan factions. 18 people have died as a result of what happened in the Regency, uh, the death, uh, murder of David Byrne. 18 people died in a feud subsequently, and it's not over yet. So Mr. Grehan, he made some impact, it seems to me, reading the reports of last week's uh, cross-examination. For example, the waterboarding incident that you uh, referred to was hardly the action of someone innocent and naive. Yeah, I, I think I think it's been it's been a very trying week for Jonathan Dowdle. I think, to put it mildly, on the stand, um, it was it was a, it was a complete contrast between when um, he was giving evidence, um, when being asked questions by the cross prosecution, and um, that's Sean Gillan, senior counsel, and when Brendan Gretton was asking him questions. Uh, as you said, Brendan Gretton set out his stall immediately. He said, you know who I am, you know who I represent, I'm putting, to, I'm putting it to you that you're a lawyer, that you're a master manipulator, and that he said two specific big lies is what Brendan Gretton alleges um, Dowdle has told. Um, it's 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 been such a curious um, scene to witness in court every day. Like we're, we're like it's it's dramatic. It's it's fascinating. It's 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 draining. It's exhausting. You can see for the witness, it's it's draining on the court. Um, I think it's interesting each day. So we have Jerry Hutch sitting on one side of the courtroom next to his co-accused who are um, facing lesser charges. Um, Paul Murphy and Jason Bonney. We have like a, a, a veritable army of barristers and solicitors sitting in between. And then on the other side, we have we have Jonathan Dowdle. He comes in each day. He's flanked by by Gardy and prison officers. 
I, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times he's looked either towards Brendan Gren or looked towards Hutch. It, 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 it's more often than not he's sitting, he's either facing the judges or facing downwards. He He's quite combative when he's uh, being asked questions by Brendan Gren. And Brendan Gren's main um, objective, uh, it appears so far, has been to undermine his account at every opportunity. And yes. what he's doing is he's using, like you just said, the, the the torture incident, the waterboarding incident to undermine his credibility in that way. He's using what Dowdle uh, said in statements to the Gardaí, what he said on the tapes. Um, and it's been it's been so forensic going through things bit by bit. Like even to, to, to use the, sorry, just to quickly use the waterboarding incident. Grehan had been asking a completely different set of questions. They were to do with um, comments made on the tapes uh, related to bomb making. And then out of nowhere, he just shot. He said, where did you learn to waterboard somebody? And it, yes. it, it, it seems to take the court a little bit by surprise that he had just changed tack so quickly. It's it, it's all about trying to to undermine the witness. And obviously he thinks that by doing that, it strengthens um, the defense for Hutch in that case. Yes. Now, the presiding judge is just is Judge uh, Tara Burns, and she is joined by Judge Sarah Barkley and Gronia Malone. The three, it's a three judge court, special criminal court, no jury. And of course, one of the features of this so far, we have been told there is a probability, I think, Sean, you describe it, that Dowdle will be admitted to the witness protection program, but he's not yet been accepted into the witness protection program, which I should say is no picnic because you, you have to spend the rest of your life hiding and usually hiding in another jurisdiction. The point, though, that Brendan Graham has made and others is that he has a powerful incentive. I think that's the word Brendan Graham, the phrase Brendan Graham used to give damning evidence against Jerry Hutch, lest he lose his opportunity to go in the witness protection program. Am, am, am I getting that right? That, that's, that, that is definitely part of the suggestion from Brendan Gren. He's used the phrase quid pro quo uh, on numerous occasions to describe the arrangements that, that, that has put in place, as he would call it. So don't forget as well, at the time that Jerry Hutch was arrested, and brought back to Ireland. He was extradited and he was charged with the murder of David Bourne. At the same time, Jonathan Dowdle was also charged with the murder of David Bourne. And it was, as I said, it was around November 21, um, just over a year ago, when Dowdle's solicitor began to write to the guards to say that he had information in relation to the Regency shooting. And yes. it's been, it's been Gretton's case and he's questioned Dowdle at great length about this, about why he decided then six months after he was charged with the murder to then go to the guards to say um, the information that he had. And Grant is putting it to him at an, on a number of occasions that Dowdle is simply lying and um, implicating Jerry Hutch in this murder to, to save his own skin, as it were, and to avoid the murder charge. Um, from Dowdle's account, he is very clear in saying that he always wanted to go to the guards to speak about what happened. He says that he didn't before then because um, in his previous guard interviews, he didn't feel comfortable or safe um, saying what he knew in that particular guard station. He was worried about his his own safety, his family's safety. 
And even when he was in prison, in, in, he was been transferred across various different prisons over the years. He felt that at various points, it wasn't safe for him to say what he knew. And it was only when he realized that there was a particular guard that he could trust, that he instructed his solicitor to reach out to try and and finally give the information that he knew. But again, to, to bring it back to Gretchen's point, Gretchen is saying that's very convenient that when faced with a murder charge, he suddenly had um, this information to offer. Yes. And he's questioned his bona fides on this at, at great length. And Dowdle has been Dowdle has been combated back and, and, and really expressing to the court his fears for his family going forward. It's fair to say also that there's a terrific degree of public interest in this. I believe they're accused outside court every morning to get in and, and, and witness this. And it is extremely dramatic. The way he has told the story about Jerry Hutch being the murderer of David Byrne is he says that Jerry Hutch told him that he was the murderer of David Byrne. Has that been tested yet by Brendan Graham? Yeah, absolutely. So so. If we're, if we're to take Dowdle's kind of, um, case in its, in its entirety, what he is saying happened and how he fits in. So in September 2015, uh, Gary Hutch was shot dead in Spain. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's widely alleged and known that the, the Kinahans, um, you know, ordered that or behind that. And Jonathan Dowdle, um, was, uh, was kind of reached out to by Patsy Hutch, who's the monk's brother. And um, he's told the court that Patsy Hutch was like an uncle to him, like a second father. He'd known him for years. And Patsy Hutch said that uh, our family has nothing to do with what the Kinahans are alleging against us. My son has died. We're worried that more people might die. Um, Will you help us? Will you reach out to your Republican contacts to try and maybe broker a peace? And from Dowdle's account, he says, yes, um, I wanted to I wanted to help because so many innocent lives would be at stake. He said if there was another family in that position, he'd have tried to help them. So that's where he, by his account, originally gets involved in, in, in this whole in this whole story. He, even pre-Regency, he goes up to the north by his account to try and meet with, with dissidents to, to, with a view to, to getting this kind of um, peace talks underway. Obviously, the Regency happens in the meantime. And the night before, um, he's in a car with his father, Patrick, and Patsy Hutch rings them, asks them to book a room in the Regency. And Dowdle's wife uh, rings the hotel, uses her father's credit card to book that room. And it's this is a, a, one of the two alleged big lies that Brendan Gretton has accused Dowdle of. Dowdle says that after his father checked into the room, they went around to nearby Richmond Road and Jerry Hutch came and collected the key card from Patrick Dowdle while he was in the car with Jonathan. That's one of the central planks. And then the, the other, the other side of that is then a few days after the Regency, again, by Dowdle's account, he met a very agitated, very panicked Jerry Hutch in a park in Whitehall. And it's alleged that on this occasion and only this occasion, uh, not, not taking into account the, the 10 hours of tapes, it's only on this occasion that Dowdle alleges that Jerry Hutch told him that, yes, it was me. Um, I was part of the team that shot David Bourne in the Regency. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Now, there's another curious aspect of this, Sean, uh, that emerged in evidence last week. And this is the relationship that Jonathan Dowdell, who, remember, was a, a Sinn Féin councillor, and I'm not by any means attempting to smear Sinn Féin, but he was friendly with a man called Pierce McCauley, who was a former IRA member convicted of the manslaughter of Detective Garda Jerry McCabe, a very famous and tragic case that many people will remember. When Macaulay was in prison, Mr. Dowdell visited him 14 times, according to logs that Brendan Gran uh, produced him in, in court. Dowdell, on the, uh, on the other hand, told the court that he visited him, Macaulay, two or three times. And at that point, Mr. Gran, uh, Brendan Gran said, it's a crime to lie on oath, uh, Mr. Dowdell. It's a crime to say you weren't friendly with him, a crime to say you only visited two or three times when you know full well that it wasn't the truth. And Mr. Dowdle's reply to that was, a lot has happened in eight years and he couldn't remember every time he visited somebody. Brendan Graham's determination to expose him as a liar, which he began his cross-examination with, is turning out to be, shall we say, Prophetic. Is he coming across in the courtroom, uh, Dowdle, as in any way shifty uh, or unreliable? He um, he also denied in an outburst that he was a rat, which is in the criminal world an informer and uh, the carries a death penalty. You're, yeah, just to make a, a brief comment on, on that initially, um, that, that kind of came, I, I might suggest, out of nowhere, came as a bit of a shock. It was at the at the very end of a very long day of cross examination from Brendan Gren of Jonathan Dowdle. 
And I, I think, I think Dowdle had something that he, he wanted to get off his chest there. That was the, that was the feeling. And um, when he began to talk about it, he, as you said, he said, I'm not a rat. He said, I don't care if I'm killed. Nobody will touch my children. And he said, if he, he has to come in and give evidence against Patsy Hutch, for example, he said he'd do it. He said, I'm sorry for what happened to David Bourne and that family, but I wasn't involved in the murder. And it felt like Jonathan Dowd really wanted to set out his stall in, in, in that way. Um, I, I think I think it's obviously up to the court to decide um, whether or not um, Jonathan Dowd is a reliable witness whose account uh, can be believed. But what I would say is uh, there was a very interesting contrast between the evidence um, that was being given by Dowdle on the stand and when um, Brendan Gretton was playing for him recordings from his Garda interviews in 2016. Right. Now, it, it, obviously, on the stand now, Dowdle is is clear in what on what his um, take on things are. He says that he couldn't give evidence back then because of fears for his family. Um, he said that he is telling the truth now because he, he always wanted to tell the truth. But it's, it, it's so interesting to see the contrast because he's always uh, trying to justify his actions. He said, I was only helping um, a family who I believe were in danger. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help friends. I, I, you can trust what I'm saying. I'm the upstanding member of the community who's, who's made mistakes and I, I paid for my mistakes while on the, on the tapes in 2016, he's also, he's also saying that he's, he's just trying to help the Gardaí and, and he's just trying to help help out his friends, as it were, even though he had no involvement, as he says, in the murder. It'll be very interesting because obviously, as such a key part uh, of the state's case, whether or not the, the the judges, the three judges at the centre of this case accept his account, I think will be will be crucial to deciding um, uh, uh, the monk's fate, as it were, in terms of the charge of murder against them. Yes, and in an exchange last week. A fairly testy exchange. Dowdle said, I'm answering the difficult questions the best way I can. I didn't have to be here, he said. And Mr. Graham, Mr. Graham, senior counsel, shot back, you're here because you got your murder charge dropped. And there's an implication there, isn't there, that he's giving evidence in exchange for having a murder charge dropped. And also, of course, he's not in the witness protection program. Yet he's serving a four and a half year sentence for organizing that room in the Regency the night before the murder of David Byrne, whose parents, incidentally, are in court every day. I understand. Yeah, and yet they're 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 in court. Uh, they're re- they make regular appearances in court, and they've been there for for Dowdle's evidence as well. Um, yeah, so it it, it Dowdle has uh, pled guilty to the this lesser charge of making the hotel room available. Um, he. he by all accounts, it wasn't even it wasn't exactly him who who checked into the room. That was his father, Patrick. It wasn't him who handed over the, the key cards to Jared Hutch, as he alleges. But he has told the court that he had a hand in booking the room. He didn't know what it was going to be used for. But by booking the room, he said, I, I, I am guilty and responsible. And he's he's described it as reckless. But then on the other hand, we, we have Brendan Gretton as well. And obviously a key part of what he's trying to do is say that Mr. Dowdle didn't speak to the guards about what he knew before getting charged with murder. And it was after he was charged with murder that he um, he got his solicitor to, to reach out and he made statements to the guards about um, the right. alleged things that Jerry Hutch said to him. So so Brendan Gretton has previously told the court that uh, Jonathan Dowdle had the 
the DPP, the Director of Public Prosecutions, over a barrel in terms yes. of what he could offer them. Um, at, at, again, at a very late stage, because the, the trial um, had been set for October. Um, it was May when Dowdle first met with the Gardaí to tell them um, this information that he said he had. So it was within a very short space of time that he makes um, these admissions to Gardaí and um, he pleads guilty to this lesser offence for, for which he has been sentenced. And again, as we say, being assessed for the witness protection program. So it, it, that's happened in a, in a short space of time. And Brendan Gretton is, is, is zeroing in on that at, at every possible opportunity while also trying to highlight inconsistencies, shall we say, or, or apparent alleged inconsistencies in what Dowdle has said before. Now, uh, the tapes that were um, re- the recordings of the bugs that were put in the car when it travelled north, they're going to be, I understand, uh, Sh- Sean, they're going to be the basis for Mr. Grant's cross-examination. Now, there was a ruling, which some may consider controversial, by the judges, the presiding judge, Tara Burns, read the ruling. She said that uh, you're not allowed to bug a car that's going north of the border or outside of this state. And she said that that part of the conversation, which is the bulk of it, I understand, uh, was illegal. But nevertheless, she was allowing it into the trial. That was an interesting moment as well. And uh, these tapes seem to be central to the prosecution's case. Absolutely. And it, it, it's interesting to see the contrast. Just to say, Force, in her ruling, Miss Justice Bournes um, uh, referred to the fact that the Gardaí had, had no awareness that what they were doing was unlawful and they had no malafides in doing so. And I actually yes. think um, there's, a, there's a, a section of the Surveillance Act that, that allows, for such, um, allows for such a situation. But again, yes, the, the, the prosecution, again, as we say, there's no direct admission from Hutch um, to the same extent that Jonathan Dowdle says, says happened in the park, where he says, yes, it was me that did it. But there are, are, are still crucial parts of the prosecution's case uh, in those tapes, including the references to the, the three yokes, the three AK-47s. Yes. Um, there's, ref- like, there's references made to the Regency shooting, while not, again, as I say, directly, um, definitively um, fingering Hutch, um, Hutch's involvement. But I think I think we're going to change tack a little bit on that. Obviously, Brendan Gretton won't be focusing exclusively on the, the prosecution angles of the case. I, I have a feeling that because, as we said before, a lot of the talking is done by Jonathan Dowdle, on those tapes, yes. I have a feeling that because so many different topics are, are traversed, um, that it'll be some of the things that he said on those tapes that might even be tangentially related to the case that Brendan will be will be pulling the threads of to try and and put further pressure on, on Dowdle in terms of um, uh, alleged mistruths he might have told. Um, but but just to say on on, on Dowdle's account, he says that when he was in that car. He was under a lot of stress at the time. Um, threats were being made against his family. Um, at times, he says he was trying to impress Jerry Hutch. Um, he also said that he was taking tablets at the time. So he says that um, the, the reasoning for a lot of his um, nonsense talk or bravado, as he's referred to it, um, is, is the pressure he was under at the time. And I imagine right. that, will, that will be um, a constant refrain we might hear in court 
today and tomorrow uh, and onwards about why he says the things that he says on the tape. Yeah, and uh, I noted at the end of last week, I think, that Mr. Gwen, the defence senior counsel, told Mr. Dowdle, uh, uh, who said, we're not going back over those tapes again, are we? And Mr. Gwen said, we're actually only starting with the audio, Mr. Dowdle. So there is an air of kind of menace around Mr. Graham, never mind anything else. This is a big deal, isn't it, this case? And a big test for the Special Criminal Court, given the people involved and some of the rulings that have been made. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the, 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 the monk is such a, such a well-known figure within Ireland, and he's in the dock for one of the most notorious murders, one of the most notorious yeah. killings that we've seen uh, in, in recent history. So it's obviously, it's obviously a huge huge trial and there's a lot at stake and as we've talked before the the microscope is on the special criminal court in a way that it's not been before so i I think i think it's a it's a crucial case for the court and as you as you may reference the gretton there there's been there's been even the the briefest moments of levity (laughs) amidst the the seriousness there there was one specific one that i'd be remiss if i didn't mention where um mr gretton pointed out photos that had been taken of jonathan dowdle by surveillance guardy in Donegal um, in February 2016. Now, uh, Dowd was up north with Hutch at the time, and they were meeting with a man who would later be arrested and charged with possession of the AK-47s, and he'd also be charged with membership of the IRA. Now, in this photo, Dowd is carrying a large kind of hold-all bag, and Grehan asks him, what are you carrying in the photo? And Dowd says, who is an electrician by trade, he says, tools. <laughs> To which immediately Mr. Grant says, what were you doing? Fixing a plug or something? Yeah. And Mr. Dowdle says, oh, I was actually. <laughs> and yeah, and Grant Gr- 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 said, are you serious? You traveled up to Donegal from Dublin with Jared Hutch to meet IRA men to go into a house to fix a plug. And Dowdle says, it's the truth. So yeah. I think that elicited a bit of a laugh in court that day. But it, it, I think it would be it would be funny if it wasn't so serious at the same time, because as we say, there's so much, so much yeah. uh, spotlight, so much focus. And I think it, it, it's, it's a really important case um, for the DPP, for the state, for the Gardaí. Okay, Sean, we're very grateful to you indeed. Uh, Sean Murray is covering the uh, Hutch trial for his newspaper, the Irish Examiner, and his stuff is really good, as good as anything I've seen in crime journalism for a long time. We're grateful to Sean, to all of you for listening, and that's all we have time for now. But we'll talk to you soon, and we will follow this case. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.